nothing prepares you for F-Zero, created for the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. You won't believe the power. You won't believe the control. You won't believe the jumps, the curves, or the feeling you get until you experience it for yourself. Wow. That's fast. F-Zero for the ultimate G-Force, only on the next generation from Nintendo. Now you're racing with power. Superpower. Oh. Now you're racing with power. Damn, it didn't work. There it is. <laughs> There's the tune. <laughs> What are y'all doing? It's time for Play Retro, and you might be familiar with it. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and Captain Falcon is a huge jerk. He's a big jerk, and I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I can't steer this crazy future hover thingy. Miyamoto, yeah. take the wheel. Ah, up this zero, I'm out. <laughs> you played a lot of F-Zero, I noticed, in the last Dude, I played so much F-Zero, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to make it to Wipeout, but that's okay, because I played a lot of Wipeout back in the day, so I think... I may be okay. Yeah, you're all. It's all balanced out. It's fine. Um, yeah. I kind of had the same ratio back in the the old days. It was a lot of wipeout and barely any uh, F zero. A little bit on N sixty four, but not a ton on the SNES. Spoiler, and then spoiler, I loved F zero beyond what I thought it was. It's really good. It's yeah. real good. Turns out we're going to talk about both of those games and some of the other stuff going on around them on today's episode. But before we get to all of that, I want to thank Justin Hall. Who sent me a P oh, a P I almost said a P Sax classic? I meant <laughs> a PS classic. A P Sax. We've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. Yep, I you got, got a controller here. Classic. The device is plugged in over there. But here's your controller for your PlayStation Classic. Uh, got it in the mail. Whoops. Let me pull my camera up here. And uh, there it is. It's your classic uh, non Dual Shock edition of the controller. They didn't add the Dual Shock for a couple of years into the yep. device's life cycle. And I had one of those at one point. I do not know where it went, but. Um, Anyway, uh, do you know, okay, so these are USB. Do these work? Right. Uh, if I plug this into a PC to use as a controller for some like retro games or whatever, would that work? Yes. Does it? Absol- absolutely will. As a matter of fact, I went one step beyond. I use it on my F- uh, Mr. FPGA whenever they release the PlayStation Core uh, not that long ago. Hmm. Um, I think it's still actually in beta, but I have it and I've tested it and it works great with the controller. That USB thing, it just plugs into it just anything it's low powered so it just plugs it right in that's man. awesome because i most of the time these guys go all proprietary with this crap the nintendo ones are proprietary nintendo. The, the freaking yes. sega ones are usb but they don't work on anything else i don't know what oh, that really? means I haven't, I, really i thought i, I thought we worked on my mister i have not tried it on the you should PC, try it though. maybe the mister would hmm. use it the pc definitely doesn't for me i can't get it to yeah go. But I didn't try these yet, so I'll definitely give this a shot. Um, anyway, very happy that he sent that, and the uh, the hacking is already underway because right after he sent that and I hooked it all up, Brian sent me the uh, package file that I used a USB stick for, and boom, I now, whenever I plug this baby in there, this old 8-gig freaking 1.0 SanDisk slow-ass USB stick, they oh are really God, it was slow. so much fun watching Scott transfer uh, what two hours worth of data to yep. an old thumb drive. It took forever. Mac. It said it would take sixteen minutes. It took an hour and forty seven minutes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the reason why it takes so long is because when you first do it, uh, when you're first doing this hack, and we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. Uh, when you first do this hack, 
you have to do it on a low-power USB because the ports on the front of the PlayStation Classic have very low power, which means right. it's only going to work with the USB with, with a little bit of power. Yeah. Or you can get this little adapter that plugs into the back of your uh, – that plugs into the back of your device, mm-hmm. and it splits it out, and it gives you more ports, uh, more USB ports yeah, on the backside. And, and, and it's works. powered off of, yeah, like an Android-type plug, that yeah. little uh, what micro What do you call it? Uh, micro USB. USB. Yeah, it's the worst USB right. ever devised, but yes, it, it, that's what it is. <laughs> it's the hardest to plug. It's like the, it's like the USB-A of oh, power plugs. It's it. the freaking worst. But if you bend it, good, good luck, dude. Yeah. You've just bent the yeah. thing, and it's broken, and you're screwed. It sucks. It's, uh, it happens so often. Now, uh, also... Um, I've posted on Amazon and on my Twitter account the the, the devices that I attach to my PlayStation Classic to make it a little bit easier for me. Mm-hmm. It's a little USB hub, uh, and it has a it has a Wi-Fi dongle. It's got a little faster uh, uh, drive because once you plug into the backside, you can get a faster drive, so oh, you don't sure. have to worry about how slow it is. Yeah, uh, and I also have this eight bit do Bluetooth uh, universal Bluetooth adapters that I can put put my um, PlayStation Four is the one I prefer because I'm mostly playing is PlayStation games on there, so it works quite well. Yeah, uh, but I think the whole the whole little setup I have, which I can take with me and do on other devices as well, like a PC. Uh, I think it sent me back like. Thirty or forty dollars, something like that. So I mean, yeah, um, bad. But it I looks got like a, a list. Looks like, like a fancy vape pen, by the way. It kind of does like a vape pen. It's, yeah. it's, they they suggested the this other one that I'm holding up. You can't see it, but it's it's basically a little more basic. It's uh, it's looks like a real just USB hub, it's like a hub, but yeah, problem, yeah, it's like a little hub. The other thing I have is more like a. I don't like you said. It looks like a little race car. It kind of looks like the F Zero race car. Yeah, like a little F Zero race, race car yeah. that you would you'd suck your vape juice out of is what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. And it <laughs> allows me the way it's stacked. Yeah. I can plug in that eight bit do. They suggested getting this one and the eight bit do, and I'm like, you can't do that. There's not enough width on this stupid thing. So I'm no. like, you're out of here, trash. Yeah, don't do that. I like your solution. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. But. Also, in addition to getting that one for Scott, we had an extra one. Dennis sent us this one. We have an extra for giveaway. So we yeah. got to figure out how to give this away. Still in the box, PlayStation Classic. Thank you guys so much for sending this in. I can't wait to get this out to somebody. Uh, and then maybe perhaps you'll want to also uh, you know, mod this thing. It is really the best deal right now if you're looking for a small form factor uh, emulator and because Raspberry Pis are really hard to find right now. Mm-hmm. And these things are in stock everywhere. Yeah, you can get these anywhere. And there's the, the hack that Brian had me do despite slow USB transfer, once that was all done, yeah. it's really pretty easy. And if you're used to working with cores and, and, um, and ROM files and that sort of thing, that stuff was super simple. Um, and also, you can't buy a SNES or NES Classic anymore because they mm-hmm. are... No longer making those. Yep, they don't make them. Right. So you can get them, but you won't like the price. You won't like what you pay, son. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, we're uh, glad to be back and getting going here. Oh, well, you did something else too, didn't you? You got a speaking of PlayStation, you got a PS2 Slim. Tell us what the hell happened there. Why did you get that? Absolutely. So, friend of the show and friend of mine, Gary and Danny came down. They live in South Carolina, and they came down for the uh, Festival of Stars that we have here locally, and we have a bunch of local bands. And he brought me, Danny and Gary brought me this PS2 Slim Silver uh, that is back here. You can't see it, but you can imagine it if you can. Uh, and it matches my Silver JVC D series as well as Ooh. my uh, GameCube Silver. And it's silver. It's not gray. It's not like the PlayStation Gray. It's all that 90s 
silver to that late 90s silver technology it's plastic it's plastic but the silk the finish is like a weird silver finish it's weird yeah they they mostly called them like either like frost silver or something like that you're like uh uh, snow silver something pearl i think is sometimes referred to they don't do it anymore you can't get these anymore you can't buy well you can't buy but there's no as far as i know there's no consumer electronics pieces or parts that look like that anymore that is an old no and i'm telling you it looks smooth i love it so much i started trying to think how can i make this whole area nothing but silver stuff so i went on a search for all silver consoles that i could find there is a ps3 silver it looks freaking fantastic it's a slim Mm -hmm. um and i've ordered already an xbox 360 halo which is silver uh, it has a 250 gigabyte drive, and it comes with the uh, this the Halo controller, and I got a really good deal on it. It's let's just say I put I, I spent less than a hundred, uh, and it is in really good shape, and it should be here very uh, shortly. At least it was in good shape the way it, way it was presented. Sure, sure. No, that's look, awesome. Look look Did great. you see that uh, the Slim that guy the YouTuber made took a PlayStation Five and put it in a Slim form factor? Uh, cool, Ooh, cool. Is everything. that the one? I think I did watch that one. Is that the one where he used all those those copper plates and stuff? Yes. And he, like, it is yeah, so that was, badass. It's so that freaking was so, cool. So impractical, but so badass. He put water cooling. He actually built the water cooling into the copper. Yeah. And but it was what was really funny though is that big ass power supply that he had to use to run that thing because yeah. it was it was it was like six times bigger than the place. Oh yeah, the power supply. Too. See, there's so Chad. There's the casing. <laughs> But the way he had to do power right. was pretty nutty. But look at that thing. That little slim, little shiny, freaking brass ass looking. Yeah. Ooh, sexy beast, man. Totally impractical. But dude, what a great little project. I enjoy it. What, do you know his, his name? I would like to uh, Yeah, it's DIY Perks is the name of the channel. Yeah. And uh, you can go check Excellent. that out and see what he did. It was quite entertaining. He took it through the whole process. Uh, he had ups and downs and highs and lows. So yeah. good entertainment. Plus he's tearing apart a console. People still can't freaking buy in the regular. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh man, you, what if you F that up? There goes your PlayStation. Yeah. He'd probably yeah. be all right. Yeah, you know, he's got 5 million followers. He'll be fine. I, I'm not, I'm not judging him too much because you know, with, uh, I pretty much reinvest everything that we get like from my, my support that I get from Patreon, that kind of stuff. I pretty much, I'm a junkie. Mm-hmm. I'm a junkie, and you guys are helping me become even a worse junkie. Oh, and yeah. I thought, like the other day, I found out something I never heard of before. Uh, it's called a Net Yorosi. Uh <laughs> It's for the PS1. It's a consumer development box. Okay. So it's not like it's not like the big dev box. They originally cost like seven ninety nine or something, and they're black. It's a like the PS1, oh. and it allows you to uh, you plug it into your PC and code. They were dev and kits. I saw one, right? Yeah. I yeah. saw one. Yeah. They're like dev kits, but for consumer dev kits, yeah. not like, you know, usually you have to pay a whole bunch of some licensing fees, non-disclosure agreements, everything. You could just order this one and it would just arrive and you could, you could fiddle around and make all kinds of indie games. I want to talk a little bit more about that later, but let's just say mm. I understand the the insanity because I was like yeah nine ninety nine is not bad because I found one on eBay for nine hundred ninety nine dollars and I was thinking with inflation that's not so bad that's about what it should cost yeah probably that's a way to justify it sure yeah mm. I see <laughs> I what you're doing justify it I could quit drinking anytime I want yeah and it's black you say oh yeah look at this yeah yeah it's oh. black I put a picture of it yeah that's cool dude but that was part of that was one of the games someone had created an F zero uh, game for the PS1 
uh, and using real 3D. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Get ahead of myself. But yeah. let's just say it came up and I learned a whole bunch of stuff. Well, don't don't be Brian's. A, he's like a cocaine addict, except we want you to support it. So that's right. Keep supporting us on I'm our the uh, time Patreon. of my life. Yeah, all it's right? a great time. You are you are yeah. Brian's having Renaissance period here. He yeah, really is. Yeah, I love it. He's having a great time. So am I. So thanks everybody for your awesome support. We'll talk more about Patreon later. For now, though, we got to get into this damn thing. Shall we play a game? This week's games. Uh, games. Sometimes it's a game. Sometimes it's a you know a genre. Sometimes it's a whole company. You know, we just do whatever. But this week we're talking about two specific series. For the most part, there's a few little spinoffs, a few little alternatives. We'll talk about those. But we're talking about those anti-grav hover racer games of your specifically F-Zero and Wipeout. And uh, these two in particular, I think, are the focus because, A, they're both excellent uh, series in their own right. But, B, they competed. These were very competitive yes. uh, things. There was a camp of people who felt like F-Zero was the only way to go. There were other people that felt like Wipeout was the only way to go. And uh, how do we feel today? Well, you might be surprised. So anyway, we're going to jump right into it. Let's talk about them. F-Zero, of course, the Super Nintendo uh, title, F-Zero. The game only existed because they were like, check it out. We got to use something with our cool, ugly, uh, rotating uh, texture shit. We do what's that called? Mode 7. We got to we gotta... check out our mode. You should check out our mode 7. Yeah. One through six. Mm, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's all it's, about mode everything's seven. in the mode 7. Yeah, mode 6 was ugly. Mode 7 is where it was at. And as a result, you got uh, a game that sounded a lot like this. There's somebody racing through there real quick. It's a very speedy game. Uh, you got your hover cars. You got your Captain, pl not Planet. What's his name? Uh, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Why did I call him Captain Planet? Because because that that is the time period. That is the we call a lot of people Captain. Captain in Captain Planet. Captain Falcon. Yeah. Captain into Neil. Some of you. Oh my gosh. There's a throwback. Some of you may only know Captain uh, Falcon from his appearance and uh, O penis. In uh, the game Super Smash Brothers, he's uh, one of the characters in there. He's just kind of a douchebag, and uh, that's fine. We don't care. It's okay. <laughs> the, mo know. the more I researched about why Captain Falcon was such a douchebag, yeah. we kind of did a tour. Uh, the Nintendo of America made that happen. They literally shamed. They they Okay, so the Japanese Nintendo presented F-Zero and said, hey, look at this. And they were kind of, the American Nintendo was kind of like, eh, can you give us something kind of cool? Mm -hmm. And so they went back and wrote a comic and all kinds of story because you don't see Captain Falcon in the game, right? No, 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 no. As far so, as I know, you don't. I think it's always, well, no, at least don't. not in that original game. He was always just tucked in right, there. Right, right, right. And I right, think maybe correct. it's possible he showed up in the N64 game, maybe, or the GBA game or something. There's some kind right. of cutscene stuff in the future games. But yes, in this original one, I w he may as well yeah. have been a car. I wouldn't doubt it, but yeah, Nintendo America, they were they were kind of like, uh, could you give us something kind of cool? And they said, well, the Americans like, let's give them attitude. Let's give them Judge Dredd. Yeah. And that's basically what we got, Captain Falcon, but not cool like Judge Dredd. Just no. Attitude. And also, if you were a Sony head back then and Wipeout came out, this was not cool compared to Wipeout. Like, this was little kids hover racer car. Uh, at least that's how people saw it. 
And I'm here to tell you, once again, like often happens with old Nintendo games that maybe you get, you know, a little dismissive about at the time. Sometimes that stuff holds up better in the future than the competitor does. And this is a case of that. I Look, I played more Wipeout than I care to admit. Like a lot of Wipeout in my day. So much Wipeout. And I love all the new iterations of it. I have the Omega Collection on the PS5, which were actually launched on the PS4, but it runs great on the 5. Um, and it's a beautiful game, and there are a bunch of spinoffs from it. And Wipeout was hugely influential, no question. Stylistically, it's better. Music's better. Conceptually better. But gameplay, like just raw, how much fun am I having? I think yeah. F-Zero wins. F-Zero nails the gameplay with his simplicity. Thank you again, Nintendo, killing it with the gameplay. I was the same way. I was kind of like, I don't want to play that. That looks stupid and childish. Mm. And uh, I'll tell you, I played it this past week, and I was amazed and blown away with how well it handled how it, uh, how how deep it was. I I didn't understand before. I was always like, oh, you just race around. You're just in hover cars. This is stupid. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got you got a pit area where you don't really pit. You have to collect. You have to go through the little pit area to like power recharge. back. Recharge. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you got to recharge because whenever you hit the walls or any objects or anything, your power decreases because I'm assuming your shield is having to be activated, yep. and so you don't want to blow up. Mm-hmm. You don't want to blow up like uh, like uh, Free Jack. Like uh, oh, what's his name? Blew up. Remember Free Jack? Remember that movie? Uh, oh, Free Jack's Wait, Free Jack? No, no, New no. Jack. Free Jack. Were the uh, were uh, who was driving the F1 car in Free Jack? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, was it Whit- oh. not Whitney Houston? <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was Whitney Houston. That's exactly who it was. Um, <laughs> who so, am I thinking of? <laughs> who played Blade? What's wrong with me? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Was he in that? I don't. I don't. I don't remember now. I just remember. I thought Mick Jagger was the one in it. Emilio Estevez, I think, is the one who actually. Oh, was okay. You know what? Now I'm. Yeah. This is. But, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Yeah. You're anyway, I didn't it. mean to get on a free jack. Even though F one and F F zero. Hey, wait a minute. I get it. Yeah, they love F1, F1 racing. F0. This is based off a of F1 mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, F0. Mm. Yeah, clever. you get it. Do you get um, what they clever, done, did there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was with you, man. I was like, it's not complex at all. But then I found out all this stuff, and it's like, oh, I there's this is way more complicated than I thought. Yeah, there's and, more game. Uh, there's just more game here. Game yeah, play. it's more gameplay, and it's a better. I don't know. Again, this isn't. I'm not slamming on Wipeout. In particular, I'm talking about Wipeout One. Wipeout oh, One Wipeout was amazing. One was not playable. No, not like it is. <laughs> not like I thought it was. Like I played it yeah. here this week, thinking because I still listen to that soundtrack. I still think so, so fondly on those Wipeout days. The better Wipeout game is Excel by a mi- by a hundred miles. Yeah, uh, yeah Excel, Excel is the so game. I think the that's I the game they really wanted to make, and and one is you know proof of concept. It worked, whatever, and it had the right you know beginnings or whatever. But Wipeout Excel, and then Wipeout Fusion, and Wipeout Twenty Eighty, whatever the hell it was called, and uh, uh, the Omega Collection, and all these games, Fury, all these game, all these Wipeout games since excellent games that are based primarily on Excel. Excel was the yeah. game. And, Excel was it was was the game and. Yeah. We're not going to go all the way down the the wipeout list because there are so freaking many. We're basically going to stop at F zero maximum velocity, which was two thousand one for the Game Boy Advance, because after that we just is just 
There's just so many. Every every system you can think of is like let's let's put a wipeout on it, including which is a good the idea. N- including the N64, which famously got a version of Wipeout that was called Wipeout 64. It's so uninspired. What a the dumb same, name. The same year as they released their competition, the F Zero, uh, the the F Zero X yeah. for the N64. Yeah, that was a weird thing because they never put another Wipeout game on a Nintendo console. But, that was it. Yeah, blew my blew my mind. Yeah, and uh, finally we're on that Nintendo 64, finally we can do. Uh, a Nintendo that does real 3D and not that Mode 7 faker yeah. fakery that we had with the F-Zero, which yeah. is still fine. There is something unique about it, but I, I was happy to get into the true 3D space. And I think the N64 game is pretty good. Um, they haven't made yeah. one since, I don't think. Uh, what, uh, the F-Zero games? Yeah, what am I thinking of that they've done? No, that's oh, they, it. They made some after uh, even after X. The, uh, there was, oh, Maximum Velocity, and then there was, uh, there was a couple other things. There's a whole bunch of little... Yeah, but no mainline consoles like nothing on no, the no, no. nothing on no, the Wii U, been, nothing on the Wii, no. nothing on the um, Switch yet. Like they kind of no. let it sit. I think it's been. Yeah, I think I think that. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but it seems like like I said, I could just kind of stop and cut off where I was researching to, which was 2001. Yeah. But yeah, and unlike that, you know, Wipeout, it just Wipeout was like, hey, we're just gonna keep making these, even though the developer who made really the 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 iconic stuff, the early stuff, is long gone. Signosis yeah. doesn't exist anymore. It'll go folded into yeah. other Stony Studios. They're not really you know that anymore. And along with about I don't know a handful of two three other games, that was kind of it for them. And then who you know the Signosis doesn't exist in any sort of like cohesive mass right. anymore, uh, which is too bad because they were yeah. really just killing it. And this and Wipeout was released originally for the as a launch title we missed it like very shortly here in the u.s as a launch title and it was only like a couple of weeks i think which is but a it bummer because it would have been the perfect yeah. launch title perfect it really would have been it yeah. was a launch title in the uk and uh the because what rave music i mean come on i mean you know you got you got it, all that the, that music, go, the house of music going on oh, and yeah. the wipeout. People, so the original, that let's that talk time. about that for a second. So the original game, uh, which I'll, here, let me play a little audio from. Here you go. Three, two, this would change too, one, this yelling. Go! All right, so here, this music here. Hello, who turned on the prodigy? Hello. <laughs> and a lot of music like it for <laughs> wipeout one. Uh, this is music by uh, a band, well, you can call it a band, quote unquote, called Cold Storage, but really, it's yeah. just it's a Tim dude. Wright. Yeah, it's Tim White. He's yeah. a cool dude, though. It's Tim Wright. He went on and did a bunch of other stuff, and including some more modern games. In fact, just a couple of years ago, put together a big, what's it called? Unleashed? No. Shoot. Forgot the name. Yeah, I'll look it up before we're done. But there's a whole new album of remastered tracks from these yeah. original Wipeout games, and they're, it is amazing Tim, if you want to go here. Tim, I mean, okay, so Wipeout's, without the music, Wipeout's not very much. I mean... No, I agree. Wipeout without the music is like Star Wars without uh, sound effects and George Lucas, or sorry, sound effects, special effects, and uh, and John Williams. If you don't have those three aspects into Star Wars, that's a boring ass '70s bad sci-fi. So I I agree with you. Pretty much, right? You're pretty much just playing Mario Kart with no characters. Is what you're playing on Wipeout and hover cars. I mean, that's without the music, but the attitude, the attitude of that music, it just, it just. It makes it darker, oddly, somehow. Mm-hmm. It makes it more adulty. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and it totally I, does. I, I, 
I loved it. It was it was scratching all the itches in 1995 for me. It was like, yeah. Let me play a tiny bit of this. So this is from okay. The album I was thinking of is 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 Cold Storage. James, uh, sorry, uh, what's his name again? Right, James White. Mr. Wright. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Same White. It's Wright. Tim Wright. Um, He yeah, Tim Wright. He did uh, this track called Canada on Wipeout XL. So he still did Mm. some music on the second one, but only three tracks. Uh, Everything else was like stuff you had to you know license like prodigy and freaking oh yeah. who else we met you mentioned that who else uh fusion or not fusion oh yeah uh i can't remember their names anyway a whole bunch of a whole bunch of like uh, you know uh chemical brothers that kind of stuff so oh, you were, there you go so at that point you were getting into licensed music and it was kind of an early version of that but that first game and those few tracks were insane here's just a taste of canada i love this song so much i'm just gonna do a little let me skip ahead here it has a slow start this on and just drift into happy town anytime yeah, I mean, you're, you're trancing out right that's why the e and wipeout stands for ecstasy because you trip balls and you listen to the music <laughs> everybody knows that that's yeah, why of course, there's big duh. E in there middle of it duh yeah Little it was e. uh it was for me okay i don't want to understate this and, and i'm not overstating when i say that wipeout launched my interest my my since then lifelong interest in electronic music of all kinds yeah not just EDM, not just, you know, house, not just, you know, all that. I, not even specific genres, but all of it came from me playing Wipeout. And if you remember those days, those discs that you bought the game on, it was a little black PlayStation disc. They didn't have good copy protection back in those days. And you could take that into your car yeah. and pop it into your car. And as long as you skip track one, and do make sure you do that or else you'll wreck your freaking stereo and make your ears bleed. <laughs> your ears just track track one is yeah track one is data so you're not going to yeah. get any songs there but the entire the entirety of that soundtrack was on there and I wouldn't be surprised if I got more RPMs of those two discs this and Wipeout XL in my car than I did on the game I loved it like adored it and ever since then game music mainstream music anything that delved deep into electronica in this way bands like Left Field. Uh, uh, oh gosh, my brain's dying. Um, even up to modern stuff like you know more modern stuff like Dead Mouse and others. To yeah. me, they all have their roots in this. Oh, um, uh, uh, meth, uh, Crystal Method is another one. That Crystal I just Method, baby, that's the good stuff. Completely hooked I, on I, those I, guys. I didn't really think about it where I really kind of got my passion for this kind of stuff, but I, I think you might be right. That might be where I kind of first really noticed this kind of music uh, because this is not something that got to airplay in, in the states. Uh, on, on the radio, so you wouldn't hear it um, unless you were watching, unless you saw Prodigy on MTV late at night or something. Yeah, or you see out there going, smack my bitch up. Well, this is yeah, but listen. So you know, or oh, or if you was good. watching, or if maybe if you were watching Hackers or something, maybe yeah, Hackers know, had like that. Hackers had a lot of good early electronic in it. You're right. And someone yeah. in the chat says Gene Michael Michael Jar got him into electronic. I I well, listened yeah. to him too before that. Like, listen, I'm not saying they invented it. I'm saying these games kicked off a particular kind of it that I've never gotten away from. I love it. I've loved it since. So right. if I had any recommendation for everybody, it would be this. Check out Slipstream, which is this volume one and volume two compilation of Cold Storage's music for those games. And then also check out uh, and any number, like either if you're using Spotify, Apple Music, wh- whatever major music service, somebody is making multiple playlists of all the songs ever used so, in any Wipeout game. 
And not, you'll be in not heaven. Not Bonnie Rayet uh, slipstream then. Okay. Yeah, not right. Bonnie Rayet. You don't want Rayet. Is it Rayet or Rayet? <laughs> it's Rayet. Okay. Sure it's Rayet. <laughs> But I try to I try to I try to do rayeting so I don't accidentally say rat. Yeah, you don't want to say rat because <laughs> rats a very different group. Anyway, uh, so that's that's a side note, kind of a little bit. But I love that about those games. So what did Nintendo do? They turned around and they said, "Hey, y'all, how about some of this?" Three, two, one. <laughs> Sounds like a dying computer. It does. All right, so this is sound from uh, F Zero for the N sixty four. Yeah, and, this is the X, right? F-Zero X. Yeah, and it was good. Um, it didn't set the world on fire, I think, like the original game did. Because, right. you know, everybody had played that, and now we're on to a new console, and it's not that big a deal. And I would say that same that same problem, not problem, but that same thing would happen to, to Wipeout. People would say, well, I've played Wipeout. What's, what's new? And the answer is, it, you know, not that much. It's kind of the same. It, and it's kind of interesting because the you know, developers of uh, F Zero have been asked over the years, "When are we going to get a new F Zero?" Yeah, and it's like, eh, we've kind of done everything that we want to do with it. There's really no place to go unless there's a compelling reason to come back to it. We're not going to really do it. And then Wipeout's like, "Here, hold my Red Bull. I've got another version of Wipeout." <laughs> yeah, and so, and I appreciate both sides because I I don't mind paying you know as long as it's not something crazy i don't mind paying for another wipeout because i love additional tracks additional tracks additional music additional cars maybe leagues you know just give me a little twist give me a little twist and i'm in again yeah i'm in again the difference with this game and the so the difference between these two games is clearly it's it's really a tonal thing right um whereas you know wipeout decided to be very cyberpunk future sport uh you know, especially with Excel, which we'll get to in a minute, they really strapped in on that. Whereas Nintendo said, "No, this is still kind of a goofball Nintendo product," and um, you know, people have, have big you, heads and dumb cars and and. Have Captain- you read the Have you read the comic that was included with the original uh, <laughs> Some of it, yes. It's real. It's pretty bad. It's it's weird because it's like everybody in the future. What what is supposed to be twenty five something anyway? The F Zero takes way further down. It's like hundreds and hundreds of years after Wipeout would have existed. Uh, so, but everybody apparently only races as a side hustler or something mm-hmm. or a way to take out the aggressions because they all have jobs like uh, not Blue Falcon was a stupid Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. He's got to, he's a bounty hunter by sure. day. Sure. And when he's not bounty hunting, he's always looking for a thrill. Yeah. So he's got to hop in his F-Zero and, uh, <laughs> and do it. Now, the thing that really stood out about the F Zero X to me was I finally got to use an analog stick, and that was big for me because using the D pad to steer that stupid F Zero yeah. in, in the first one was kind of a pain in the butt. It helped a lot that you really all you were doing is controlling with the D pad on the F Zero in the first one, the SDS. You're just controlling the rudder, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can use your bumpers on the front of the of the controller uh, to to kind of like do a drift or a slide, right? And it would help you turn. Yeah, that's um, true. That is different. Well, the the bumpers did that also in Wipeout, but they were more about fine tuning your steering and not steering steering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which sucks though, because all right, let's get to this next one. Wipeout XL comes out. Let me play a little of that. Three, two, see, like one, they're already going more computery. Go. There, you hear that? Yeah. They're like, oh, what if we, what if we went really hard on like um, this dark sci-fi kind of thing where it's not a lot of humans. Yeah. Autopilot engaged. Autopilot engaged. Uh, do you guys remember? 
uh, Wipeout Excel um, had uh, what's the name of the design company? They were known. They were worldwide, world renowned design firm that made all the iconography. Oh. Can't remember yeah. it now. Oh, uh, oh, shoot. Um, oh, something. It, that's such a stupid name. It's uh, the Designers Republic. Like, that's it. Chat room. That's says. it. Designers Republic. Designers Republic. Yeah. They 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 put their hands all on this one, and it showed. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, yeah. these are these are this is kind of like world building and imagery stuff that you're serious about. Like you can tell they were serious about it. It wasn't just like some guy going, well, I think this looks cool. It was more right. like, what's the cohesive feel and look of our entire game. And there's that Red Bull. Yeah. They, well, yeah, they love the Red Bull. They, they love the Red Bull. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, it looks so much. It, this one, this is the one everybody loved. This is the one I loved. This is the one you loved, but that goes this to your point the- about control. I was so pissed. This game comes out and then yeah. right. Not long after this, the dual shot comes out. It's an extra yeah. thing you got to go buy. You don't doesn't come with a system. You got to buy a DualShock controller. This is the first analog answer that uh, Sony had to Nintendo's N64, and it had two sticks, which was awesome. And this game never supported it. They and there were there was no patching back then, so you know you were stuck with yeah. what you had. And they never released a new version of it, which I was willing to pay for if they would have just done it, so I could control it with a normal ass stick. And it drove me crazy. <laughs> oh, I was so annoyed. <laughs> So pissed off about that at the time. I I was I I wasn't pissed off about it. I don't think I really noticed because I really hadn't gotten. Because I I don't know. I think I probably played more Wipeout when I first got it before I really started playing with anything like an analog stick. So I was still d padding it pretty hard. Yeah, still d padding it pretty hard, Scott. Yeah. Now Wipeout's way, you know, it it has a lot of things in common with uh you know with F Zero being uh you know Gravity Racer. Uh, you got these floaty controls drifting mm-hmm. uh, and set in the future. But what you have here is you have a lot more um, Mario Kart where you got you got power ups you have to go over top of uh, to, you know to get these weapons and yeah. you can shoot at people and yeah. you got you got the thing that I hate the most Mines. the stall. Oh, the stall! God, the I hated the stall. Yeah, the stall sucked. I don't like anything that slows down my my, my momentum. Basically, yeah, you just describe I can do that why on I'm, my own. Thanks. You basically describe why I've never really liked Sonic because Sonic <laughs> was so fast. <laughs> That any time you had to stop dead in Sonic, ruin the game. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, it, come on. What are we doing blows here? Your flow. Yeah, flow, yeah. It blows your flow. That's a good way of putting it. Blows your uh, flow. You don't I did, like it. I did like every time you, you fired a missile or someone around you did, you'd hear this. Missile. 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 Yeah. I like the, yeah, I, I really dug that. But I, I, I love all the iconography in the game. I mean, you got you don't even know what half the weapons do. You're like, oh, I just did a pickup. Yeah. What does that symbol mean? It's yeah. some kind of, you know, it looks like the old, uh, what, are the, what are the LCD clocks or wherever they were? They oh, had the uh, little yeah. symbol shapes, you know, they light up, little yeah. parts of it would light up to make the letters. It kind of looks like that. And it's like, I don't know what I picked up. Let me try shooting it. And even to this day, some of the things that I do, I'm like, I don't know what it is. Dude. <laughs> you know, you I pushed a button. <laughs> I pushed a button and things start flying out of the back of my ship. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to. It's a little hard. They they got better down the road to making that stuff because some of those icons they don't they're just too weird. It's like yeah. But I mean, the, for me, the one that's it, for like me, it rocket. made me feel like it made me feel like though like oh this is the future where there's stuff we yeah. don't understand, man. Like it was complicated. Not smart enough to understand the future, man. Yeah, I don't know. It was something like that had it going for it uh, itself. I, but also, I did like yeah. Yeah, speaking of not being smart. I did like how the Europeans uh, this 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 came out of a you know. 
out of Europe. Uh, and, and so they were trying to, to think of the names for the different regions as we used to do. Yeah. And of course they got to wipe out 2097. Yeah. Uh, and they felt like the Americans wouldn't be able to understand the idea of how time works. <laughs> what? Us, okay. <laughs> they gave us XL, I guess, because we're, into extra large things. Well, I don't know. I was they, kind of offended. They did put on there, you know, it says both things on the box, but I was always yeah. wondering why that is. Did they really think that we just couldn't handle it? So they had to put according, according to some interviews uh, with the developers in the, yeah, I, I forget exactly who did the naming, but yeah, according to some interviews I read, that was kind of how it was. It was well, like, yeah. that sounds like business people, not devs. That America, like- the Americans won't get it. Yeah, well, they're wrong. I got it just fine. Oh, I got it. I understand 2097. Yeah, that's a oh, long I time from it. now. It's 100 years in the future. I done did the math. <laughs> that is some time passing. Um, anyway, it's a cool thing, and if you want to hear Missile, Missile, then go check it out. Now, Nintendo decided, hey, that Wipeout sure is possi- or po- uh, po- po- popular on this hot PlayStation unit deal. We should probably get that over here. <laughs> and they did, and it sounded like this. Oh, why is that so quiet? Hold on. It's so quiet. That's that's the wrong one. Hold on here. Where did Yeah, I that was it? that was F0. Oh, did I lose it? Oh no, here. No. Oh, did I not put it on here? Crap. I thought I, I did. Nah, I'm an idiot. Oh, I forgot yes, to do this. It's the same one. No, it's not. It should be it's in the there. same. It's just like XL. It's the same video. I mean, really, except oh, less jittery. It really is. I guess maybe it's just, it was just a direct It's just like port a port. Thing. Yeah. The difference was oh, okay. and the thing that annoyed me at the time was yay. It was like, thing. yeah, I got my control. That's awesome. Got my analog control. But guess what I don't get? Real music tracks. They yeah, because we're on a cartridge instead of a CD. Yeah, Dad, they made it all. UN64. They made it all sound like MIDI music, and it kind of ruined the experience, if I'm honest. It really, Wipeout has to have, it has to have the blasting music. I mean, it has to be in stereo. It's got to be, it's got to be funky. I got to turn the lights down because the game is dark. Yeah. I mean, so you got to turn the lights down. It's not like F Zero. F Zero is all bright and happy and funkadelic, and you know, you feel like a robot. I'm a robot. Yeah, but again, but, uh, that, like as a reminder, the game, you know, gameplay was was there. It's just the capacity is not there to have all these all this music. And so right. what you end up with instead is this compressed, you know, cartridge music. Today you have the kind of capacity on a cartridge like a Switch cartridge, no problem. You can play all the stereo music you want. Digital download, no problem. It's all there. But they didn't have this back then. You had know, the fat cartridge and no room for, for any music. And um, I don't know. That kind of ruined it. And I know they What'd knew this. I know they're just sitting around in that Did office you- going, oh, shit, you think this is going to work? This music's not. Yeah, it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. And they pushed it out. They forced it out. So how deep did you ever get into the Wipeout or F-Zero for that matter? Because they kind of layer a lot of things like, you know, uh, classes and leagues and different things. I never really even looked at it. I mean, I think I played the same first selection league and class in everything I played. Oh, and no. usually just I had a, I had a preference on a couple of uh, you know maps, but for the most part, I just wanted to hop on and just I wanted to go around in circles and you know shoot at stuff. And, for for me, it was the opposite. I I wanted to I wanted to wreck these games. I wanted to use every corner and and every cranny. Of right. uh, of new, you know, unlocking new hovercraft, unlocking new leagues and new companies, basically, is what they were that that you would, you know, race for. Um, and that meant faster ships, but maybe less control or more control right. slower, or, you know, these different advantages and disadvantages and stuff. But I loved unlocking all that stuff. And in particular, the yeah. Omega Collection 
which is um, Wipeout XL for PS3, and then all of the Vita slash PSP games remastered or remade, I guess, in the in the right. XL engine. Um, I don't know why the original, or not XL, shit, what am I thinking of? XP, P, P, Pure? No, not Pure, but Pure is, the, but Pure is one of them, Pure is in there. Um, but they took all those games and remastered them, basically. And um, they each had a different, uh, or had had multiple, so the Omega Collection has multiple, basically it's multiple games. So if you want to go right. clear one out and do the Fury one, you can unlock all of that stuff. Um, so you kind of choose at the beginning which one you want to do. Anyway, I love all of that. Like, it, as yeah. much as it is fun to just pick up and play, my goal was I, like, no, I'm I'm going, all, I'm going to win this damn league. I'm going to go all the way, baby. I, yeah, I think, and I think the thing that they keep, you know, they keep going, nah, we're not going to do another F-Zero. We've already done everything we can. I, I, I think Wipeout's got it right. I mean, keep making new tracks. Keep making new ships. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like anything else. I have, I have need for speed on so many freaking systems. As a matter of fact, why don't you give me an F-Zero where we getting, we're getting chased uh, by, you know, a future cop. Or yeah. something, you know, yeah. Hot Pursuit F Zero or oh, something. Oh man, give it to me! I'm in. <laughs> I am in. Yeah, Wipeout Pure was awesome. Chat room's talking about. I mean, it. have uh, have old uh, uh, um, um, have Rocky race me around. Yeah, Rocky, get old oh, Rocky in there. Why not? Why, uh, Sylvester Stallone, I think, is who you're trying so, to think. Stallone, of. he is. He's gonna. I can stop and get some Taco Bell of the future. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, and 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 Blade can be there, and it'll be freaking awesome. Yep. And you'll hear this. Oh no! Sylvester Stallone has fired a missile at me. A missile, missile, and you have to like have like some kind of like a uh, game where you, you you do like three shells. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So you, or you can flush the toilet. It'd be great. <laughs> it would be great. I'm not going to complain about your sweet future that you've talked about here. Um, things kind of ended in this run with F Zero maximum velocity for the Game Boy Advance. That's the yeah. last um, the last F Zero we got. Um, we haven't had that was the, that was the height for me for F Zero. That was the last one I was aware of. Did you? So I played this in a bit. I actually really like this version of the game. Yeah. Um, I think I may it's, play it's more like they, of this. It's like they finally, you know, it it kind of was already perfected from the get go. F Zero just worked, and they didn't really change much in the next ones. And this just worked too, but it just looked a little bit better, and it was on my handheld, and you know, it's yeah, I liked it. DBA versions of these games are way underrated. I, I've had more fun. I have to admit, since getting back into this yeah. with you and going crazy with my, uh, with um, uh, with retro games, easily the stuff I've enjoyed um, emulating the most games. are GBA games. I don't know why. Hey, look, it's me. I'm I'm playing this. Oh, is this you playing? This. Yeah. No, this is I, I uploaded this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Game Boy Advance games have been blowing my mind. Yeah. I mean, I would. T- I think it's you know there's so much better in emulation than they were on the actual because it was a little tiny screen. Yeah, it was a little tiny yeah, posted yeah. stamp you had to play everything on, but being right. able to blow stuff up makes a big difference. But um, you know, like Metroid Fusion, one of my favorite Metroid games, if not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so many games are so good on there. The Minish Cap is an amazing Zelda game. Um, you can hell, you could just emulate GBA. And I think you'd have a world of fun. The games are so yeah, the yeah, games are so fantastic good. time. Yeah. They look so good on my Amber Nick. Um, the GBA games oh, yeah. do. They yeah. do. It's a much bigger screen, and it's I, yeah. The, those games suffered almost entirely because of the size of the screen, not because of the playability or the looks or anything else. It was mm-hmm. just 
And I loved a little screen. portable game. Don't get me wrong, but the you know by the yeah. time the SP XL or whatever it was called came out, that had the bigger um, SP foldable screen. You know, then Ooh. we were cooking with gas. We had backlighting, yes. and all those things. But you know, original Game Boy, that wide ass thing with the f- no backlit nightmares. I hated that thing. Mine really was purple. Oh, you had a purple one, did you? Yeah, I got yeah. a big old purple one. Yeah, I'm watching one. this F Zero thinking. Man, all the obstacles on this track. Oh, if you ever read the instructions on how to play F Zero, you will immediately realize how you've been playing F Zero wrong all these years. Yeah, you think I mean, you know what you're doing. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't have no idea. Yeah, you straight up don't. So I'm going to yeah. recommend that. I'm going to say that if you're trying to decide which one to pick up and emulate and play, nothing wrong with F Zero on the N6 or the uh, SNES, but I think this no. is the superior game. I would play yeah, this. I think it is too. And I either way, if you're just if it. you're just in it for Captain Planet's a dick, good news, everybody. He's a dick <laughs> in all of them. He's a dick. He's a, like I said, he's just, <laughs> just Captain Dredd, Planet but again. He's a bounty hunter. Captain Falcon. Gosh dang it, I keep saying his Captain name wrong. Captain Falcon. Yeah. And isn't there an almost Sorry, go ahead. He was almost the uh SNES, the SNES. He was almost the mascot for SNES because we all just take for granted that, you know, whenever whenever there's a new thing from Nintendo. Mario's front and center. Well, that wasn't necessarily an absolute when we started going into the SNES and it was talk that, you know, F-Zero was was made in-house with Mm -hmm. Nintendo Mm -hmm. and, you know, they spent all this marketing and time developing this character and they wanted something hip they could sell to the Americans and other parts of the country or the world. And so that was, they they had had toyed that idea. Captain Captain Falcon could have been the SNES uh mascot there for us thank god yeah cool better heads better heads prevailed. prevailed exactly so let me ask right. you this um uh now i forgot oh who's the <laughs> other who's the other there's another f-zero character in in uh smash brothers who is it isn't there is one it other fox mccloud because fox mccloud no he's star he's a star he's oh, i'm star sorry fox. i'm sorry james mccloud I, I meant to say james mccloud oh i don't know i know there's one other dude and i never i don't i'm not a big smash guy so i don't that's why i don't know this mccloud was the doctor right he flew in the so each on the f-zero there was four ship types uh and each one of them controlled a little different there's like any other race game game you have some that are, are faster acceleration some have a higher speed some are, are you know heavier duty they can they can take more damage uh and i, I want to say that james mcleod was the doctor and he kind of drove one that was that was kind of fast but loose yeah but is he in the yeah. uh, i just don't know what he's in that's okay though i would think it there's only four characters there's uh there's the doc there's uh, like a samurai kind of guy. I think he's. I think his ship's kind of tankish, if I remember correct. I can't remember though. Hmm. Um, and then there's one guy who's kind of like Captain Falcon's nemesis. Uh, who the crap is that guy's name? Anyway, uh, yeah, James McCloud was. Uh, is uh, you remember Fox McCloud? Remember that guy in Star uh, Fox universe? Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's Star Fox, so he's you know he's a fox. Yeah, you remember that guy? Yeah, remember I remember him. He yeah. sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. So if we ever do a Star oh, Fox yeah. episode, it's going to be Scott complaining a lot because I think Star Star Fox is vastly overrated. You think so? Yeah. Actually, I th- I think not a fan. Okay, I'm going to say yes. The original Star Fox gameplay, mm-hmm. if it, it is a thing of his time, it was impressive at the moment that it came out, and it was restricted by a lot of. You know, a lot of things, partly because of Miyamoto said, hey, we're only going to do this and this because we're going to keep it fun and we're going to keep it, you know, within within, you know, these parameters. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. But then again, Star Fox, I think, has a great 
has a great capacity for growth. Mm-hmm. I think it it could really. I think I could go beyond what it's already done. I mean, he's got some recognition. I mean, when people see Star Fox, they usually know Star Fox. Now, do you know the name? So, so I, we knew this was going to happen with this episode with F Zero and and uh, Wipeout being on the table. But do right. you know any? Do you remember the names of the ships of the companies of the ships? And the, I guess they're I more like classes. Yeah. I, I remember. Like these. I said, I I just flipped through those. The only reason why I know the other stuff is I read the comics. And I, if you if you give me something in a comic form, I'm going to retain it. Well, here it is. You got <laughs> AG com or AG Comics, AG Systems. I'm seeing right. how many I can remember here. Uh, Pfizer or Pfizer, 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 uh, Pfizer the drug company. No. Okay. <laughs> Although now that you say that, it's pretty funny, but it is Pfizer <laughs> or Pfizer, maybe Pfizer, whatever it is. Pfizer, uh, like, s- yeah, a stab at Pfizer, Whatever, Phagenesis. There it is. <laughs> What's your stupid name? There's Go the Asenagai or Asenagai, or have you said it? There's Aracon, right. which was like. So not know. Cenobites? No. They were all like future okay, countries. Like America became Aracom. Yeah. You know, Europe became Eurochode or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Eurochode. I love, <laughs> I do love the, the fact that, I love the fact that we've for a very long time have said the corporate, you know, corporate is going to take over everything. There's mm-hmm. no longer going to be countries. There's just going to be corporations. Yeah. People love that. I yeah. think it's unfortunately starting to happen, but whatever. I think it's unfortunately more true than we want. It's more true Thanks now than it's ever been. I'm not saying it's, we haven't gone full, uh, m- m- not Michelin man, miracle man. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> What's the movie with St- Stallone in it? He goes, uh, <laughs> me- 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 millennium man. What is it? Millennial man. No. It's millennium man. Shuffle the three shells and see if you yeah, can find the Yeah, the three title. shells and the Taco Bell. Marathon man. Jeez. No, not marathon man. Is that marathon it? man. That's not it. Rocky in the future. Future Rocky Shit. is the name of the game. Don't you tell him, Avian. It's Demolition Man. Demolition Man. <laughs> Brian didn't know either. He, know, he saw it in the chat when I did. <laughs> Cheater. Anyway, my point is, like, we're not that far. We're not full on, you know, Blade Runner or anything like that, but... It's more true than ever, you know. There's like three yeah. companies so big that they kind of run everything. I don't want to get conspiratorial, Brian. Get out your tinfoil hat. All right, got to wear it right. Too late. Now. I mean, I, I'm already wearing it. We talk. I, I I like uh, plate each of my uh, baseball caps with aluminum foil. You didn't know that? I did true not story. know that. No. Now, yeah. did you ever play? It's itchy. A game that I never knew existed called Hover Racing in 1997. I a- had never heard of hover racing until I started looking for these anti-grav racers. Yeah. And this was mentioned. Yeah. And uh, never played it. Some people but, really think fondly of this game. I don't remember it at all. Now, the version we're looking at in this video is not the PlayStation 1 yeah, version. A, no, that's a way newer version. That is kind of sweet. Yeah, it's kind of nice looking. It The PlayStation version looked a lot like what you'd expect, real jittery and yeah. garbagey. Uh, this is like a kind of a remaster type thing, but it is called Hover Racer. This is the actual game. And it's really just, it's Wipeout. It's just. It's Wipeout. But what's funny is the original Hover Racer is is really F-Zero. So, because it was, it was that was when I was talking about earlier, the Net uh, Eurozy, mm-hmm. however you say it, Eurozy, uh, but Euros, Net Euros. <laughs> I'm going with that. Anyway. <laughs> The uh, you know the the the, the black PlayStation di- uh, dev kit, yes, that's the yeah, one. The, yeah, the PlayStation uh, consumer dev kit. It yeah. was written on that, and you didn't even have if you were writing it on that, you didn't have access to all of the memory that was in a PlayStation. So the fact that you could make something that looked commercial grade good, 
is a freaking amazing feat. Oh yeah, no, and it's this a big was deal. this was distributed on uh, like when you used to get magazines. Uh, you would get magazines. You get a demo disc, mm-hmm. and this was distributed with that. And people really lost their shit about this game. It was it was pretty darn good. It really it re- it was a three D. It's a real three D F zero game before the N sixty four. It's a bummer. You know what's a bummer? It's a bummer that Sony got away from that kind of let's give the tools to the players and let them make cool stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think Sony could have could have really t- parlayed that somewhere, and um, and then they've all tried it. Like Microsoft tried it certainly with, with um, oh, what was it called? They they had oh, forgot the name of the tools. They probably still exist, but right for the 360, you could you could make a bunch of games, and they had like a marketplace for yeah. it and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh, what the crap is it? But I can't uh, think yeah, of the yeah, name. Dev, it's a lot. It's there's a lot different system now. But Ken Kutaragi, uh, really uh, spearheaded this, saying that. Uh, you know, let's let's put the power to the people, right, yeah. and let them make these games. It was there. W- it was kind of unheard of. It wasn't the first time it was ever done, but it was kind of unheard of. It's the thing that uh, PCs and, have been doing for ages, and yeah, they they wanted in on that. They wanted like, oh, everyone's making mods or they're making mm-hmm. their version of Doom because they have these tools. And I think it's still, weirdly, it's still kind of that domain. The PC still owns that. You know, if you want to go get yeah. Unity or download Unreal and make a game, you can. You want to mm-hmm. make uh, something simple with 2D graphics, there are engines to do that, and you don't need much to yeah. do it. Whereas with consoles, you're still kind of locked out. You know, and you, it was kind of, uh, you kind of had to do it. Anyway. We still had to plug into a PC to compile and do everything sure, you needed to do. Sure. So, uh, so, you know, you're still kind of tethered into that regardless so, yeah, yeah, no matter what, but just letting you make stuff that then could end up on that console just wasn't yeah. an option. Uh, and some, you know, these, some, yeah. some layer developers, we won't get deep into it because we need to have a whole episode on it, but some developers who did these indie games, you know, eventually got a real job working yeah. with real studios because they were able to, you know, to prove themselves. Isn't that the dream? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the dream of a young game developer? You know, $7.99 seems ridiculous, but when you think about the PlayStation 1 original price and you go... I could basically start a business here. Maybe I go in with my friend, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that wasn't too bad. No, not too bad at the all. End of the world. I, I totally a, agree. For those watching at home, if you're watching the video, you're seeing me play this uh, game called Power Drome on the Atari ST from 1988, <laughs> which I actually think is pretty impressive for its time. Um, yeah, but it's a slow. It is. Uh, it's, it's a so slog. it's three D rendered, right? Yeah. It's a, it's it's at the arcade, I, I believe, right? And it's a or Atari it's an ST, ST yeah, 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 home computer, yeah, yeah. And so yes, yeah, it was so much slower because you got to render everything. So yeah. it's like you're really it's more like you're bobsledding or you know, <laughs> yeah, slow bobsledding. And the guy and the, yeah. and if you're playing that thing and just running into walls, don't feel bad. That's what everyone did. It was not right. an easy game to now, play. The next game in the list, I don't know if you ever played, but I played more or as, I played as much of Stun Runner. I love Stun Runner. Atari Arcade yeah. 1989 as I ever played any Wipeout. Yep. It to me Stun is Runner's more Wipeout. Awesome. They, they never list this as an influence. F-Zero nor Wipeout never list Stun Runner as the influence. But to me, by the time I saw either one of those... I was going, oh, this is kind of like Stun Runner. There's because- a lot of it. Yeah, there, I, I can totally see the comparisons. Uh, obviously, Stun Runner was more like, here is a series of tubes that you can go whip around in. And here's also uh, some combat. Other but, ships. Yeah, other ships. Like, it's just, it, it's uh, clearly there are differences. Yeah. But yes, they probably, this should right. probably be on the list of 
of hover racer I mean, there's, shooter there's, things. There's battle combat racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's in it's in that uh, behind the car 3D. Uh, you have to run over stars. The reason why you run over the stars, and it makes noise every time. I hope, I hope you can play some of the audio of that. Oh, I can do it Every right time here. you run over a star, it makes a little noise. Uh, and then and then you use basically powering up, and then you can you can use like a explosive and knock everybody out. And there it goes ding, ding, ding. And it eventually. It's fast. It's yeah. fast. You're penalized when you hit other things. You get stall effects. I mean, to me, it's all here. Yeah, it's a cool. I dude, I love stunner. Are you kidding? I put a lot of quarters yeah. in that damn thing. And I also remember it pressing the hell out of me at the time. I was like, "Whoa, what? <laughs> Games don't look like this. What is this?" They, they didn't. Arcade, nineteen eighty nine, stunner. You said it was like on a, it was like on a bike too, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the kind of arcade bikes where you lean or anything. Mm-hmm. You just you just sat on this cyber chunky bike thing, uh, and you had like a like a steering wheel. Uh, but it was like one of those split steering wheels. It wasn't like a round steering wheel. So, but yeah, it was, that thing blew my mind. Let's see if we can find a picture of that bike. Yeah, there it is. It was, it was like this solid state weird, the whole machine moved, right? It wasn't just the bike that moved. I don't think it moved. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. I don't think it moved. I think you just, I thought it rocked a little bit, had some motion. You might, you might be right. If, if it was, if it was much movement it wasn't a lot because i played a lot of those motorcycle games later on and those things moved a lot yeah there's the stun runner cabinet everybody it's it was yeah. a weird setup but it ate a lot of my quarters I loved it. congratulations oh, I loved it. yeah it's when sony started and the sony. car would and and the way you took damage was so smart it would uh you know you would lose pieces of your ship and that's mm-hmm. how you would know that your ship was damaged there was yeah. no like Little polygonal so pieces cool. go flying off. Yeah, little polygonal pieces went off, and you think you recollect them. You could like you could get them back if you collected so many stars at the next round or whatever. But yeah, yeah that that thing was my jam. Yeah, I liked that game a lot. I haven't played that in years and years and years, <laughs> but maybe years. we'll get around to it. Well, all right, there you have it. Uh, that's kind of what happened. And I gotta I gotta say, like, it's a genre that's underserved now, unless you go poking around a little bit. I want to tell you guys oh, about a series. Oh, good, because I didn't, I couldn't find nothing. Give me. Let give me, me give, give you me. a couple of games that I think are worth your time. And one of them just launched uh, a sequel to an excellent game. Um, if you never played the Red Out games, oh, then you owe it to yourself to check them out. So Red Out 1 already exists. It's great in its own right. Red Out 2 just landed. I want to say it's on Epic Game Store as well as, or PC Game Store Ooh. as well as consoles. Currently and it enjoying is, nine out of ten. Is that what I'm seeing here? Yes, it's doing real well. And they and it is these people. I mean, it is 100 percent a wipeout, not ripoff, but it's it's wipeout. I mean, they've they've yeah. recreated wipeout. The love letter. Yeah, in a in a way, it's faster than wipeout. Um, obviously, we're running on a new engine. It's beautiful. It's you know, it's as modern as these games get. Um, uh, they running, look like drones too, right? They got like they got like uh, propeller blades and stuff that. Depends on the ship. Um, The ship this guy's driving is like that. There's some that are chunkier, um, Mm -hmm. that are maybe slower but have better maneuverability. You know, this that whole thing's in there. There's combat uh, elements. There's also a a keep your nose up or down kind of thing. So there's certain like if you go into a loop, you're gonna want to hold the control in a certain way so that you're not grinding your front end down. Um, that's that's like F zero. They have that. I didn't realize that in F zero you did that, but apparently oh I didn't know that either. that's yeah, I kept failing at my um, my jumps because you had to keep your nose up. I didn't know it until yeah. I read it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to play a game where it is just like directly ripped out of the brain of somebody who loved Wipeout for their whole young life, 
uh, right. Redout 1 and 2 are 100% those games. I think Redout 1 even Fantastic. supports VR. I don't know if the new one does. Oh, that's too much. Too much. Make you kind of sick. I'll never return. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And in four, I run it in 4K at 120 frames. It's unbelievable. Right. Beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, mm-hmm. So go get that. And 2 right now is just killing it. They got the reviews through the roof. And I'm going to... I'm going to sing their song. It's a good one. Um, there are others, though. There are plenty of other games. Uh, lots of interesting, smaller kind of indie racers that sort of try to, you know, tap into this. But the big names in it, both both Wipeout now and, uh, and F-Zero for sure, because F-Zero hasn't done anything forever, ever. Wipeout hasn't done anything new since um, the Omega Collection on the PS4, which was early in the PS4's era, era so like 2013, I think. Um, there's been nothing new since either for mm-hmm. either of those two franchises. So I guess what I'm saying mm-hmm. is here's me and Brian saying, Hey, Nintendo, Sony dust off your shit. Yeah. Get it. Run it under some warm water. All right. <laughs> get a cloth, pop, wipe it down, pop it, pop it in the microwave for yeah. you know, 10, 10 seconds. That's right. Pet it nicely. Get and let it, let you, <laughs> let it know you love it. And then boom, new games, get it going. Boom. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Brian, let's move on. To, uh, to hey, Scott. Next. Yeah. How about this right here? Let's do this. Destroy it. <laughs> Time to play Guess Our Game. Yeah, that's Guess right. It. Old games. We play a little audio. We try to stump each other as to what it is. And I'm going to start this week and see if you can guess my game. Oh, I didn't put the year. Crap. I should put the year. Uh, you should give me some kind of year. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll tell you what. Here, I'll play this first, and then I'll get the year while I'm playing it. All right, here we go. Listen up, Martinez Security M42 Squadron. This is your company leader, Frederick Burford. Here's your briefing for the upcoming mission. It's a joint military show with the 7th Fleet and SDF in the Pacific near the Midway Islands. Martinez Security has been given special permission to take part in this military exhibition. This is almost unheard of for a private military company, but I don't intend We also special. <laughs> you tell them skipping at the end. All right. Any, right. any guesses it, for this? Now, this game is, you're going to say, Scott, no fair. This isn't retro. It came out in 2010, but it came out on a device that I still consider to be rather retro. And I'll tell you what okay. that is. It's a PSP. So let's see if we can get it from that. Here's the game. Is it like, is it the companion piece to Battleship? No, no, but it, it wouldn't be wrong in terms of the level of cheese we're talking about here. So this is, this is some actual gameplay. You're doing good, buddy. You're doing good. This is a PSP. This is a PSP. Very late release for the PSP. Uh, the year is 2010 for, let's see, Japan. August in Japan. August in North America. September in uh, Europe. I mean, it's, it's PSP. Is it like Play? an Ace Combat or something like that? One of those stupid games? Damn you. You got it. It's Ace Combat, okay. everybody. Ace Combat Joint Assault. That's about all I can think of that had been in every freaking system freaking since the beginning of time for yeah. PlayStation. If you've never if you've never Ace played uh, if you've never played any of the Ace Combat games, you owe it yourself to try. Like seven, I think, is either on Game Pass or the new yeah. uh, PS Plus middle tier. Can't remember where I saw it. Anyway, it's pretty easily gottable, gettable. Um, <laughs> it's pretty easy gottable. It's pretty good gottable. <laughs> Uh, the Ace Combat games are stupid. The stories are stupid. They're like anime as hell. But the combat and the video and the visuals are top freaking notch. The gameplay's great. I really, really like them. Um, join us all. Of course, you're all uh, working together jointly 
to assault a giant uh, marijuana cigarette, uh, a big joint. <laughs> no, that's not true. You were just fighting uh, some fake uh, thing. It's like some near future. Uh, oh no, they're attacking Tokyo. We got to do our it shit. It sounds just like the plot to Battle. I'm telling you, man. It, 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 I would have swore it was Battleship. I mean, it sounds no like aliens. the same plot. Yeah, no I mean, aliens. It's the same though. plot and everything. Well, you'd have to have aliens to hit the plot, but I but I take. Well, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't sure if the aliens were coming yet in the clip, but yeah. no, they definitely don't have those. Well, but I mean, that's in, that was basically the whole setup. It's like, oh, it's an international thing, and we're all meeting up, and we're gonna do the thing, and we're gonna shoot the ships and stuff, and we're gonna do a training exercise, and then aliens show up. Yeah. Well, if you play, is it seven? Is the most recent? That game is like photo real. It's crazy. It looks it really, really good. good. Yeah. All right, Brian, I've been blown away lately. I I've been playing retro so much. I actually went back the other day and I looked at a new wrestling game, and I was like, "Is this real footage? Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, is this real people? Oh, this is great. That's You've like, been I far away from people. it for so. You know what? That's actually kind of cool that you get to have like that yeah. that wow factor again <laughs> that we're all used to now, right? It blew my mind. I was like, I can't tell reality anymore. Oh, I love that. <sighs> That'd be like going, see, I always want to do this. I want to go back in time to myself, like 1992 right. Scott, and say, hey, uh, put that put that three-button Genesis controller down for a second, Scott. Take a, take a look at, you know, Last of Us Part 2 or something and have right. me just go, what the frick? This what is the impossible. How is that even possible? No, you can't do this. Or even just like a recent Call of Duty or something. Like, yeah, I would blow myself's mind. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, a, it, it'd be it, amazing. Like all right, uh, Brian. Yours is from 1998, and yep, uh, mine's from the 1998. A little more retro. All right, uh, let me see if I can figure it out without knowing anything else. Here you go. Huh. <laughs> it's showtime. Huh. Huh. The gravy. Huh. The hell. <laughs> 98. 98 on the PlayStation. PlayStation 1? PlayStation 1. PSX. Oh, that would make sense, yeah. Ah, that's better. Gonna take a poop? I don't know what this... Okay, give me another hint. What else? Uh, let's see. It's a single-player video game developed by Activision. Okay. And published by Activision. Oh, this is the remake of um uh this is the the Pitfall Harry remake thing. Oh, <laughs> Pitfall Harry, that's right. Is Pitfall that it? Harry. Can you but can you give me the real name and not just Pitfall oh, Harry? Oh shoot, I had it too. Uh Pitfall Wasn't this this is a port of like the it's got this was Bruce a, a, Campbell in it. If that helps you any. Well, it always helps. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Swing the vine north by using that D-pad of yours. There he is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that was the final clue. Uh, I ended the clip at that. At that. I don't know what the. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a Pitfall Harry, but it's Pitfall 3D Beyond the Jungle. Oh, all right. What a dumb name that is. What you think? Beyond yeah, the jungle. It's, it's, I, it's like I it wonder what happens. What oh, he's is. in the jungle, and then he goes beyond it. I'm guessing in the game. Probably yeah, must, yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, I think everything is in the title. I think it tells you everything you need to know. Mm. It's uh, Pitfall. It's in 3D, and it's not in the jungle. Was it it's good? The jungle. Don't remember if it was good. Um, yeah, it actually did pretty good, and I think in part, in my opinion, to to Bruce Campbell's funniness and it being on a PlayStation. It was definitely it was definitely finally a pitfall that didn't suck since the first one. 
I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Oof, it's ugly, but. Oh, it's PlayStation. Yeah. Well, yes, but it's, hmm. So this had like, uh, this. they went kind of 3D grid here. Yeah. With this thing. You know what I'm thinking of? Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the Pitfall games that were on the Genesis and SNES that were still 2D, but they were like, you know, 16-bit graphics and, yeah, you know, yeah. big chunky characters and all that. This this definitely is more of a like, uh, hey, we're, we're, hey, look at this. We're, we're, hey, we're like Tomb Raider. How's it going? Hey, yeah. oh, hey. hey look at look at the Tomb Raider thing we're doing here. Um, yeah, I don't know if you I, like Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, yeah, we got something for you then. <laughs> I'm, I might. I mean, I would probably play this if I knew. I did honestly. I hope the you first, can play it. I think it's the first I ever saw it. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen this being played. So. I have not played it. I have, I have, uh, I have seen people play it, but I have never played it. So I'm, I'm excited to look at that soon. Yeah. Not Why isn't he? Away. So he's Pitfall Harry. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have questions about Pitfall, but guess what? Good news. Stick around because we have an announcement about next isn't week. It, isn't okay. it weird that his his first name is Pitfall and his last name is Harry? Weird. I think, I think he's he's supposed to be Harry Pit, comma Fall. So they're fall, telling okay. him. Okay, maybe so. He's, okay. He's got his Harry Pits, and then he's supposed to fall. Yeah. That's the deal. <laughs> you have to tune in next week yeah. to find out. Find out then. Welcome to the Treasure Room. Time for emails. Here's a quick one from Nikolai Galvin. It's a cool, Galvin? It's a cool name. Sounds like a James Bond villain or something. I know, right? Anyway, uh, he wrote into playretroshow at gmail.com. That's playretroshow at gmail.com. Hello, Retro, he says. One time in the 90s. I went to a Blockbuster to rent a new NES game for a sweet three-day weekend. Oh, that yes. sounds amazing. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yes, please. Let's head by the Pizza Hut. I got to start after. having those. I got to have those kind of weekends again. Where I just don't, Mountain Dew. I don't think about anything with that game I got and me on my butt yep. and the food I'm going to eat and the couch yeah. I'm going to wreck. I, uh. Yeah. Anyway, since I was just a kid in elementary school, well, you're a young lad. <laughs> and um, I was ready to lose myself into a long weekend of gaming. I chose the game Fire and Ice based on the cover art alone. I had no idea what the game was, but it looked like an adventure I could spend some days on. I get home and I open the box and I see the cartridge entitled Fire and Ice and I pop it in. I repeat okay. its name to you because when the game booted up, it was not, in fact, Fire and Ice, but a golfing game. What? For, a for a second, I thought maybe this turns into a sort of dungeon runner or something with golf as a theme. <laughs> But no, to my disappointment, it was just a golf game. And, let's see, and a really hard one at that. I forced myself to play because my parents wouldn't exchange it no matter how much I told them it wasn't the right game. I think your parents are lame. Um, I've, never, I've never had this happen to me before or since, but I'm wondering if someone like this or something like this has ever happened to you guys. Cheers. P.S. A golfing dungeon runner does sound pretty epic now, to be honest. Nikolai. Uh, it did happen to me once in this exact scenario, except it was a CD. It was, um, I think, a PS1 game. And what I had got at the store when he got home and opened it was not the disc that they said was in there. Now, I could have probably solved this problem by checking the disc before we left. I didn't. So when we got I, home, I no opened it. No one ever it. does that, right? No I one mean, does that. Yeah. So that's just, some, that's just some clerk dude screwing up. That's all that was. And, it, and if someone did, you'd look at him like... What you don't trust me? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now I worked at Blockbuster, so I I have Blockbuster stories a plenty, and I do have an NES game uh, cartridge story. Um, a lady came into Blockbuster after uh, after renting uh, the Little Mermaid at, at the night before. Yeah, she threw it on the counter. Mm -hmm. Said, threw it on the counter, threw it at me. She was pissed. 
Yeah. I was like, dang, what happened? Yeah. She's like, I want you to know this broke my VCR. And then she walked off. <laughs> and I was like, shut up, okay. dude. Really? And I was this like, really happened? Okay. And then she walked in. She was leaving the door. She didn't left the door. I was still in shock. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Trying to connect the two things together. And I was like, it's a cartridge for a game system. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. I used to do so, I used to do uh, hardware support for uh, some computer stuff in the late 90s. And we had a, uh, it was a radio show for a local radio station. And a guy called in and said that he, uh, he couldn't figure out how to get a Pop-Tart out of his floppy drive. <laughs> So that was cool. I assume his kid yeah, did dude. it, although we never heard who did it. We just knew that there was a yeah, uh, pop yeah. tart in there. He didn't want to. He wasn't going any further. I did want to know more of the story. I just hate that lady walked out so fast. I just wanted to find. You know, at what point in time? How long did she try to push that thing in there? Yeah. Before yeah. she realized. Yeah. You know, it's like. And I what is hey. she? And is she? Is she? How how big is her tinfoil hat now in 2022? <laughs> is what I'm wondering. <laughs> She's still with I don't us. I know, but it made me laugh. That's oh, pretty but, but funny. I've got plenty of video rental stories. Anytime you want to, we can start a little podcast on that. I used to work at a, after I worked at Blockbuster for a while, I worked for like one of those small mom and pop rental places as well. And they had what we call an adult room. Oh, and, uh, yeah, beads? yeah, more Was than it beads? once. Was it yeah, beads? you know, no, no, no beads. We had a buzzer door. You had to oh, buzz people in. Okay. okay. So it made lots of noise. We're I'd go back into the room. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they would sneak back in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's. I know more than once some of my coworkers, slacker coworkers, you know how porn titles we've talked about here before. You know how porn titles are similar to. Yeah, the next uh, Star Trek, the next next penetration, or um, yeah, more uh, than once, shaving Ryan's more privates, than once that kind of thing. Did one of those parody films get behind a real film, <laughs> and uh, people would get home? I love that story. Yeah, I think Snow White and the Seven Dwarves came back with an angry parent one yeah, time. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, those days. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad we don't have those days anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's much worse now, but, you know, whatever. Let's make them again. That's fantastic. Uh, all right. Hey, look what we're doing next week. You heard us mention Pitfall, Harry. Well, you're going to hear a lot more about him because next week we're talking about Pitfall. And not only Pitfall, yes. but what is really the beginnings of what will become the monolith and turd machine <laughs> that is sometimes modern-day Activision. <laughs> but where did they start? How did it come from? Uh, Atari yeah. turns 50. Let's find out. With Pitfall yep, Harry. Sorry, turns 50, man. Yep, one of the games heralded as, as one of the best games, if not the best game, to ever grace the 2600. Is mm-hmm. it still hold up hold up today? It's the one I played the most. Yeah, I played it a lot, too. I've been feeling real nostalgic. I almost I came this close to buying an Atari Pong today oh my gosh, for about dude. $70. What happened to that? Uh, you were looking at a 360 that was like another silver one or something. Uh, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah, I got that one. It's on the way. I got <laughs> that got one. I sent you a link one. to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one. That was on the way, baby. You're not even going to play that. You're never going to even turn that on, that thing. But look how good it's going to look back here. Now, that's the that's the most the later one, so it's got HDMI. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've actually I've actually logged in. It's still it'll it'll still connect to my live account and everything else. I've logged into my other 360 I have. That's right. I have two. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a few. I got a black one over here. I don't think it works either. I got a black one. It works. Yeah. I have a white one. It also works. I have another white one. I got to find out if it works. I, I think may have my, a problem. My old white one never didn't. I Please gave support it to my problem. Yeah, by support going to Brian's problem. Patreon.com. <laughs> and my son has my PS3. I should probably get it back from him. 
Because why? Why? You should probably get it. Why? Why would you going to do with it? Well, he's not going to do. He's. I can guarantee you, he's not going to do anything with it. It's just right. sitting in some box somewhere, and that's a that's a yeah. waste of everyone's time. Anyway, more on that next week. Pitfall Harry and the Adventures of Pitfall. Where did it come from? What's the deal? Why did Activision uh, par- parlay that into the just meganaut monster it is today? Mm. And uh, and we can lament some of that as well. So uh, anyway, come on back for that. That'll be next week right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, it's about to be a new month. Perfect time to hop on board to the Patreon at patreon.com slash play retro. That's right. Patreon.com slash play retro. It's a great way to support the show and keep Brian and his addiction going. Uh, as well as mine. If you would like to help us uh, get steep even deeper into the world of retro, this is the way to do it. Uh, we've had at least a couple of new patrons since last week, and uh, we love you guys. So keep yeah. those coming. We'll uh, mention some names next week. Patreon.com slash play retro. Play retro show dot. Uh, no, play retro show at gmail.com is our email address. If you'd like to send us any of your thoughts and comments, we're also on Twitter at play retro show. Great time to find out when we go live. If you want to come and watch us do this thing, that's fine with us as well. Frogpants.com slash play retro for everything else. All right, Brian, is there anything you'd like to add to any of this before we cut it out of here today? Uh, I do these every night. I, I stream almost every night, 6 p.m. Eastern time. I play these retro games we're talking about now. As a matter of fact, if you've tuned in this past week and you probably can still catch the VODs, you can watch me on twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Nice. I'm going to start a small series called Random Retro, where I pick one at random out of a giant Rando library. Retro. Out of a library of just full of retro games and go, bink, like I'm looking in a phone book. Just close my eyes and point, and whatever it is, we play that on me stream. Me and you. Yeah. Me and you are going to figure out how to use that stupid net play that's built into the retro I, I, arc so that I we know. can play some of that playstation classic goodness what's wanna, it gonna be our two-player uh, net play what are we gonna do i don't know i want to know how that stuff works i kind of want to play uh the old nes version if it's possible to do this uh or the playstation version i don't care but the old ver- or the old uh, micro machines game oh man i love those loved those is it split screen yes yes no it's same screen i would do it it's same screen Oh, same screen. Oh, yeah. screen sharing. Okay. Screen sharing, because you're sitting in the room there, and the whole point is to try to beat the other guy out of the screen view. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird how it works, but it's great. Oh, man, I love those games. Anyway, Got that'll it. be uh, coming up soon right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, go play something retro. We'll see you next week. Take the will, Miyamoto! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Now you're playing with power. Super power. That guy's even say power is super power.